So it's a good morning, good after. Actually, it's afternoon now. Holy cow, the time Let's is. Take flying. a look. Oh, yeah. Lord, where yep. does the time go? Right. Um, what should and shouldn't be in your listening presentation? That's today's topic. That's a good question. Okay. I think Let's I talk about it. I think I posed the question. So. Oh, um, you're asking. Me. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go with my strongest. Mm-hmm. I think that too many people just wing it and they will not really be well prepared. They may even have some good information, but they don't know how to back it up. Okay. And we were just chatting about this. I mentioned justification, right? Like you need to be able to explain why you're suggesting someone does what they do. Okay. And mostly this is in regards to pricing, right? But it could also be in regards to timing and other parts of your, uh, listing presentation. But yeah, I mean, you don't recognize the problem of not having properly justified pricing in things until you're two weeks a month into the listing. Mm-hmm. And then it's your fault. It happens. But if you justified it properly, okay, you always point back and say, look, this is what we talked about. And this is what we said we were going to do. And so interesting you know there's there's thoughts going through my head and i guess I, I i started with one of the thoughts that are going that's going through my head is oh and by the way i'm nestor and this is travis because we didn't introduce ourselves <laughs> at the beginning um but if this isn't your first podcast that you've listened to you guys might know that already but anyway back to my note or my thought um I, you you answered the question, or, or you 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 brought up the question of, or, or answered the question of, hey, not enough people are putting enough justification or are prepared enough. Was kind of I felt like the direction that you were going. Yes, and I also put on the flip side of that that I would caution agents to be very careful in making that listing presentation. I think your listing presentation should be good. I think it should be polished. Um, I think that it should, you should practice, you should have everything covered in there. And that's part of what we're going to talk about today. But I also think that you shouldn't walk into a property um, with a client and have the expectation of thinking you have created a better listing presentation than the person that's coming in before that came in before you or came in or is coming in after you. Because in reviewing most listing presentations, if you've got, if they're interviewing a few good agents, they're all going to have a good listing presentation. And your presentation is not going to be that different than the other person's. Because let's face it, what we do in this industry to sell a house for the most part is the same. There are some nuances that are a little bit different and those should be pointed out in your presentation. But I want people, I guess what my point is, is I want people to be careful in thinking that don't, don't rely, don't put all your, all your eggs in that basket of that presentation thinking I made a better presentation than, than person a, therefore I should get the listing. That makes sense. Or did I just like go way off? A little bit. Okay. <laughs> a little bit. I went way I still off. Think justification a bit is very important. <laughs> okay. I, it's it's the way you approach it. Yeah, we all have the same data that we're gonna present. Hopefully, if everyone mm-hmm. does their homework properly, and it's the way you present. And we'll get into that again in a little bit. Okay. We were talking about um, some other aspects of a listing presentation. So I just see too many 
listing agents get trapped. Yes. Uh, because they don't have what I call justification, which is a very researched and detailed explanation as how, how, the, how they got to where they're at mm -hmm. and getting that seller buy-in. Right. Well, they're not prepared. I see a lot of that. Yeah, I would call it unprepared. Yeah, I see a lot. What are you, are you going to hold open houses? Yes. Next question. It's like, yeah. whoa, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just missed an opportunity there. <laughs> exactly. To give an idea of, uh, you know, an explanation exactly what your open houses are about, why you're doing them, you know, or if you're the opposite and you don't hold open houses, what, you know, why you're not holding them and why uh -huh. that's important. I think that that part of the presentation is, is probably <clears throat> the most important parts of the presentation, but those are the parts that tend to be left out. I see a lot of this is the feature we do. This is the other feature that we do. This is the other feature we do and very little of the benefits that are going into it. But I also want to, again, stress when we're in there, we have to remember it's really about the client that the person that's on the other side and what it is that they're looking for and what their needs are and not necessarily about us. You know, one of my favorite, I'm number one. Okay. It, if you can't articulate why that's a benefit to them of you being number one, who cares? It's my two cents. Yeah, I know. I agree. And yeah, that's kind of along the same lines. You got to explain the benefits, right? You don't want six pages of I'm number one. I'm number one. I'm number one. Okay. Now hire me. You're right. Yeah. It's like, well, what does that mean to me? Help me out. My favorite. Well, well, let's talk about some things that shouldn't be in your presentation. Well, that's it. Six pages about you <laughs> okay. and all your accomplishments. <laughs> First thing that came to my, my mind on uh, with regard to that is the picture of you on everything should not be the largest thing on there if your photo is even on there. That was one of the things that came to my mind is, yeah, yeah, you know, the giant number one sign with you standing there in, in your professional pose, wherever it may be, taking up three quarters of a piece of paper yeah. probably should not be in your listing presentation. You got the call, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think people forget that, that yeah. you did get the call and you're there for a reason and they... You know, they called you, so that part of it really is already behind you. And, and that's a very valid point. I think that's forgotten. Well, I think, you, of course, you want some things in there. Because yes. they may have seen her flyers. And some people will just call, you know, like, hey, I know this Nestor guy. see his flyers around. I think I'll give him a call. So you want to be able to talk about yourself to get people up to date, but not bragging and overwhelming them with pictures and data about yourself. Correct. But that's easy. Drop in a few reviews. There you go. You know, That's the best. What did Robbie say about me in the last transaction? What did Anthony say about me in the last transaction? You know, that, that third-party endorsement always goes a lot further than... <laughs> is, here's what we forget at the end of the day when we're having that conversation with that seller is... Everything we say only has value if they actually believe it. I do this, 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 and this, and this is how I do it, and I'm the greatest in the world, and this and that. If they don't believe that on the other side, all that's meaningless. And it's a whole lot different when a third party is giving you that endorsement versus you giving you that endorsement yourself. No question about it. Okay, so what else shouldn't be in there? 
You made notes. A I didn't bit, make notes. A little bit. Let's see here. My eyes are getting old. So I wrote down stories about what you will do as opposed to showing what you have done. Done. There you right? go. It's kind of like the third party. Mm-hmm. You know, I can talk all day about me. Right. How much is going to stick as opposed to one person saying, he did a great job for us. You got to hire that guy. Exactly. Makes a huge difference. So to say I'm going to do this or say, here's the last listing I had. Right. And this is very much what the presentation of your house would look like. As a matter of fact, you know, the highlight of your house, and I hope you'll agree, I think you'll agree, is your backyard. Mm-hmm. You've done such a wonderful job on it. It looks like you're on an island when you're out there. Right. The pool's beautiful. Now, this house I'm showing you, it was the living room. They just, they were entertainers, and this living room was the centerpiece of their house, as I think you can see. Would you mm-hmm. agree in this? Right. So imagine this with the centerpiece right. being your backyard. That's what I'll do for you. Okay. So I, I take a, you know, going along that same analogy, giving examples, you know, whether or not you've got examples of before and after, if you're stager properties oh, and things of that nature. Didn't even get to that. You yeah. Know, showing, showing the home before, showing it after, you know, photography. One, one of the things, you know, photography, yeah, everybody uses professional photography, but if you can highlight why is your photography better or different or what's the benefit to them an example can hey yeah we we all do professional photography nowadays well most agents do everybody should be most agents do but hey how can i still create a differentiator in that world we only do it at certain times of the day Mm -hmm. and we're only doing it at certain times of the day because these are the best times of the day to take photos these highlight it these little things make that difference of, hey, people are looking at your property, you know, 2.3 seconds longer or 4 point whatever seconds longer when they're staring at it and it's bringing more attention to your property for all these little things. These are the some of those examples that you can keep in your li- or having your listing presentation. Yeah. Have you ever been viewing properties online and you see a property, you're like, oh, looks, let me, you know, let me click in and see all the pictures, right? Not right. just the one or the three that they present as the primary. And you flick through and you're flipping and you're flipping and you're flipping. And you're like, literally, how many more pictures could there be of this one room? <laughs> they give you like six pictures right. of a bedroom. Right. That's not going to happen when I list your property. Exactly. You're going to get the best shot. I like it. What else? I think you've exhausted me here. So... Let's see. Here go my eyes again. Yeah. Those are my lists. I like yours, though, about before and after. You should absolutely have those in listings. I mean, we all do something, right? Yes. Maybe we do a consultation on design. Maybe we do staging. Maybe we do virtual staging. Maybe we play contractor, which I think that's a a large percentage of us. And say, don't worry about it. You know, we'll take care of the carpet, mm-hmm. the paint, maybe the flooring, even as far as cabinets or something, right. scraping ceilings. Um, yeah, I've definitely played contractor, and that's an added value. Absolutely. In presentation. Absolutely. Um, obviously, we have to be careful a little bit in that. But yes, you're right. We do play, and and part of that is explaining the boundaries of what we do do and what we don't do and making sure that that's clear in the presentation as well. You know, it goes back to that earlier part that you were talking about is don't just say we do this we do this we do this without making sure that they truly understand what it is that we're doing yeah or see it exactly you did that yep this is what it looked like when we walked in this is what it looked like when we were done 
well, what do you think of our house? You know, you just opened up a conversation. You got curiosity out of people. Picture's worth a thousand words. That before, you know, the, and it's so often, it, you know, we've been, we were working with some of the agents over the last few weeks with listing presentations. Any of them have before afters in them? Say that again? Any of them have any before or after? <laughs> no, no, where do we see these? I'm sorry, I just oh, totally blew this. No worries. We, we've been working with some of the agents here recently on their listing presentation. Mm -hmm. So I know I, they've presented a few of the... Okay, I haven't seen those. Okay, so... I was wondering, know, I was like, yeah, did I miss something? No, so some... So they, what did they not have? So I was asking you if you've seen any oh. before or afters in any of those, and um, they were missing in some of those. Mm -hmm. Nice job. So it is extremely powerful. I don't know. I feel like I'm rambling on this one. I, I, I mean, we can wrap it up. How about <laughs> staging? Yes. Yes, what? I'm looking for some detail here. <laughs> yes, staging should be part of your listing presentation if that is something you do. And that can be anything from a consultation to a full-on the property is getting staged. You should, you know, have some reviews in there about your stager as well if you're oh, using a, great a stager. Idea. Yeah, that's a great and, idea. And, you know, here's, here's the secret that a lot of people don't understand. You can create credibility on yourself by creating credibility for someone else. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is if I use a particular company that's well known to do something, it's okay for me to mention that company in what it is that I'm doing and utilizing. An example would be if I hire a marketing apartment, if let's say we all market the properties, but let's say I actually hire a marketing company to actually help market that property and this marketing company is well known or they've got accolades behind them or, or awards or things like mm -hmm. that. Me mentioning that I work with XYZ marketing company that has accomplished this or done this or done that gives credibility to me Credibility by association. Exactly. So doing that for your stager <clears throat> or anybody else that you're using, your photographers, whatever the case mm -hmm. may be. It's great. Brings credibility back. Great idea. Get, put their website on there. Exactly. Here, go check them out and see what they do. Yep. And it, it answers those questions mm -hmm. for them. It gives them that opportunity to have those questions answered for yeah. that, that consumer to validate really, hey, what's going on here? Yeah. And one of the things with staging but it probably goes over into other aspects of the listing presentation as well is i think you need to know what you do yep. like don't make it up on the spot it's gonna <laughs> it's, you're gonna blow it half the time so if you're like well i don't know about staging i haven't decided and each presentation you're a little bit different mm -hmm. you're just killing yourself you know you got to figure out okay what am i gonna do or at a minimum Know what your options are and what you're willing to do. Because what you might do, you know, for that $4 million property might be different than what you're going to do, you know, for the uh, tract house right. at $500,000. Okay. And so you can go in, but you need to know what you're going to say. And you know what is worse than telling someone no is not knowing what you're going to tell them and stumbling. It's okay to say, no, that's not how I do it. Here's what I will do, and here's right. what I will not. Very good. Now, point. is that, you know, could someone else be saying, oh, I'll do it all, da, 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 and trying to be given everything they want? Yeah, there's that possibility. But I think when you people know where you stand, there's credibility there, and it gives them comfort. Right. When you're wishy-washy about something, it makes them wishy-washy about you. Right, right. 
So you go into the listing presentation, do you present everything or do you present what's needed? I, that's a good question. I'm trying to think of the last couple that I did. Um, mine's pretty concise. Okay. So I'm, I, I pretty much get through everything. I haven't had one that, that I felt I um, had to skip around on at all. Okay. So, and, and I ask the question, because I, I tend to present what I feel is needed, and I bring this point up because I think too often, one of my, one of my favorite listing presentations and most powerful ones are when they're doing multiple agents. When, when I know that there's going to be two or three or four or however many agents they decide that to interview, I honestly leave the listing presentation to the side and I go in with a blank sheet of paper and a pen and paper and flip the script to what is it that they're looking for and what they need. Okay, so it's good you got to that because I was going to say, don't uh, present what you think needs to be presented as opposed to your whole listing presentation Make sure you ask the appropriate questions Absolutely. if you're going to do that. Because if you don't pull out their needs and you're guessing at what their needs are, you could really be shooting yourself in the foot. Absolutely. And the other way that I look at that is, you know, consider we're, we're a marketing department for an exam, just using this as an example, and you're going in and they're giving you a pitch and you walk into the first one and that pitch was, hey, we're creating this for you and you know, you're going to be like Nike and you're going to be like McDonald's and you're going to be like whatever company. And you walk out of there and you go into the second listing presentation or the second marketing presentation. And they, you know, yeah, our goal is to make you as well known as McDonald's and well known <laughs> as that's kind of how the listing presentations look to the consumer. If they're interviewing two or three people, there's a lot of similarities in there. And we have to be very careful of just being more of the same. Yeah. Could differentiate yourself. Exactly. We don't know how to differentiate ourselves if we don't know what it is that they need. Super important. That's, I'll make it real quick. Yeah, I know. Uh, a friend of mine told me once, he's like, I know I need windows. I'm calling the guy that has the windows I want. Okay. He comes in, he starts presenting to me a very thick presentation book. I tell him, hey, <laughs> I know these are the windows I want. You don't need to sell me on it. Right. I'd like to go ahead and get this done. No, 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 you really, and the guy was just indignant. He's like, no, you have to listen to this presentation. Guess who didn't get the window order? Right. So be careful with that. <laughs> and it's, I mean, sometimes Oversold. it's a hard read. I'm not trying to tell you this is easy. You know, you got to judge it and listen and ask powerful questions to get in that position where you know exactly what you're doing. But yeah, if you're just going to say, no, I got to go from front to back every time, uh, you're selling yourself short. You're going to lose. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to lose. You might think you're having success because you've, you've won a certain number of listings, but at the end of the day, you're going to lose. You, I, I, here's my reference point. You are a master at your listing presentation when you are securing, I'm going to say 75 to 80% of the yeah. listings, listing presentations that you go into. And that, that, what that means is they decided to sell and they picked you not, uh, you can't count the ones that they decided not to not to go on the market or not to sell. Yeah. But if they truly went on the market and you're not getting eight out of every ten, you, you're not there. Yet. Start role playing. Yep, you are Start not there. Start touching up. So, all right. All right.
A lot of good information. Perfect. I hope you think. We, oh, we'll <laughs> see. Comment down below. Give us a like. Let us know what's going on. And until next time.